Hi, I'm Brenna Ardron, and you're listening to For Your Healing Pleasure. This life can be rocky, which makes healing a big part of it. I started this podcast as a space to explore all that promotes healing. Through the voices of guests, healers, and thought leaders, I hope you gain bits of inspiration for your own healing journey. I believe together we can heal. So without further ado, for your healing pleasure. Hello, everyone. My name's Brenna, and I'm the host of this podcast, Your Healing Pleasure, um, as well as the girl behind Spiritum Meditation. Um, and today, we're going to talk about my story of working through one of um, the more toxic relationship patterns that I found myself in. Um, and yeah, we're just kind of going to discuss, um, how, what that pattern was and how I kind of was able to work through it and work to a more healed place with it. Um, I feel like healing is always on a spectrum and it's always ongoing. So I'm, won't say that I'm fully healed from this situation. It certainly comes up, but um, definitely was able to break through this pattern in some pretty big ways. And I just want to give a trigger warning at the top. This episode will get into some um, subjects around sexual assault and infidelity. So if that feels too activating for you, no worries. This probably isn't the episode for you. But I do want to share this story for anyone that is going through something similar to what I went through just so that um, they don't feel alone in it. Um, so I want to talk about this relationship that I entered into in 2017 um, and the patterns that kind of came up around that relationship. So my needing to feel chosen and also um, fears of abandonment as well um, that I really noticed and really came to a head in this particular relationship. And in this relationship, I was the other woman. I know that's a very like um, is a very taboo word or situation to be in, but that was the situation I found myself in. So I um, ended up talking to one of my coworkers who was this guy that I weirdly had had a very intense reaction to when I first saw him at work. It was like a very strange instant attraction. I felt like I had known him before. It was really weird. Um, and I soon after discovered that he had a girlfriend. So I like was almost like terrified of like talking to him or either of them because I was like, this sounds so stupid, but I literally thought that out of my mouth would fall like I have a crush on you or like I have a crush on your boyfriend. And so I like really had not communicated or talked to this person until this Christmas party. 
Um, and he was there by himself. His girlfriend was not there. And um, we started chatting and kind of hit it off. And then the party continued. Um, we were at a bar and then um, the party continued to a co-worker's house. And everyone is drinking as happens at Christmas parties. And one thing led to another and he pulled me onto his lap and I blacked out basically at that point. And then I didn't come back to until we were already having sex, which was a scary situation, but also was very confusing because I had a crush on this person, but obviously he had impeded upon my boundaries, but we were both drinking. So I wasn't in a situation where I really could consent, but I don't think that he was either. It was a very confusing situation, but led to the start of a relationship that I didn't really um, have an shame to be in. Um, and the other thing too is I feel like, and for anyone that's been in a situation similar to this, um, I still don't feel like I really have language for what happened to me. It certainly is at the very least the neighbor to sexual assault, but it also was more complex than that. Um, but it certainly was confusing. So, um, this relationship started and I was convinced that because even though this person had a girlfriend, because I had such a connection with him felt I had such a con intense connection with him this must be my person in some way the timing was just fucked up that was what I was telling myself in my head um but I also as I was in this relationship and kind of grappling with the fact that I was the other woman was so ashamed, felt so guilty, literally felt like a piece of shit, like the worst person on the planet. And he, on the other hand, felt very little guilt because he'd cheated in basically every relationship. So didn't really feel like he was doing that much wrong, had his own justification in his head as to why he was justified to cheat or why it wasn't so bad. And I carried a lot of the burden of guilt myself, but also didn't really feel like I didn't feel safe to leave the relationship because I was so, I had in my mind that there was no way that I would find someone that I would be as connected to. And so if I was leaving this relationship, I would be totally alone, which felt really scary. Um, 
And so in the preceding um, months, yeah, I was just in a really dark, horrible place. Um, Anyone that's been in a situation where you are the other woman, it's a very, um, because it's something that's so taboo and so shameful. um, And by the way, um, I'm not proud that this happened at all. Um, I'm not saying that it was the right thing to happen or was the right thing to do. Um, but I basically didn't tell anyone and had this like secret aspect of my life that I couldn't really share with anyone, which is never a good situation to be in. Um, and because of that, um, really felt very isolated in this experience that I was having, which wasn't particularly healthy. And I had a lot of time on my hands to um, kind of dream about who this person was because I had this like these slivers of time, these small slivers of time where me and him would be together. It was inconsistent when those times could be, obviously. And then during the other times when we were apart, I made up this fantasy of who this person was. That was one of the things I had to really um, unpack for myself as I was healing from this was being able to truly separate who this person was and who was actually being shown to me and the version of this person that like I maybe wanted him to be um, or I had envisioned him to be in my head, the potential that he had, but not who this individual actually was. Um, And during this time, I began to evaluate this whole situation as being a pattern. Um, Now, I don't say I feel like I attracted this relationship. And I don't say that in a way to um, make it seem as if it was this happened to me for a reason, or I deserve this to happen to me, or it was my fault. But I definitely had warning signs of this pattern. And it didn't need to get this bad or I didn't need to if I had listened to kind of what the universe was showing me about past relationships and about the path that I was going in I likely wouldn't have even been in this relationship in the first place um but basically that pattern was I had attracted a lot of relationships where I was in like, I was in this position where I liked someone that was emotionally unavailable. And typically they were emotionally unavailable because they were either with someone else or in college hooking up with someone else or dating multiple people. For whatever reason, their time wasn't fully available or they weren't fully committed to me for whatever reason. Um, And oftentimes it was like the 
person had a girlfriend, but I was like their best friend, quote unquote, or they were hooking up with someone else, or I felt like I needed to be jealous or really like keep tabs on them because they were cheating with someone else or kind of like doing like sketchy stuff. Um, And in many of these situations, I just assume that the reason why this was happening was because I wasn't, there was something about me that wasn't good enough or wasn't, um, something had to be wrong with me as to why this person, these people weren't choosing me, um, in these relationships. And I fully would put any of these guys on a pedestal. They're better than I am. I have to prove myself to them. That was fully the dynamic I was in. So much so that it wasn't enough for me to just be chosen. I had to be chosen over someone else. And so basically feeling that need, I continued to like call in these dynamics where I was trying to work through this script of, okay, well, it didn't work last time. He didn't choose me last time. Maybe if I attract in the same partnership, this same type of dynamic, this new individual will choose me this time. And it eventually culminated. And this is kind of how I've grown to understand the way that um, you know, the universe source, whatever, like you may believe kind of brings patterns or like shows us lessons is by trying to push us towards what authentically is more aligned with us or what will finally bring us to learn this lesson. And for me, that lesson was that you have to choose you. No one else is going to choose you. No one else is going to validate you, but you, you have to find that innately in yourself. And unfortunately, I wasn't listening to the signs that the universe was telling me, pointing me towards that lesson. I didn't listen until it was so loud and like culminated in this relationship that was deeply toxic. So how I began to rebuild myself from this situation or from this relationship, and I guess to get into a little bit more about how this person was or how this relationship was so toxic. So I was the other woman in this situation with my coworker and the his girlfriend also worked at the same place as us so it was deeply toxic there were many reasons why it was deeply secretive um it he would text or call me at three o'clock in the morning to come over he would I was lying to ever I felt like I was lying to everyone all the time um I really didn't feel like I could share what was happening with anyone. And it was a major aspect of what was happening in my life at that moment. Um, 
he was very disrespectful of my boundaries, like any boundary I would set, but especially sexual boundaries, um, which I'm sure most of you aren't surprised by that given the way that the relationship started, but it was very, very toxic. But many of these things I had a hard time fully seeing or waking up to because I was so sure for whatever reason that the connection that I had with this person made up for all that other like shitty stuff that was happening. And I truly like had to have other people wake me up to the fact that like this wasn't a good individual to be around or be with. But some of the things that I did to kind of rebuild my self-worth during this time, um, I've said this before, but I listened to a lot of spoken word poetry, which sounds like sort of might sound like dumb or weird, but I found it to be very powerful and basically was listening to um, different poets on repeat. Um, One of the main ones was Olivia Gatwood. Um, She has this poem called Alternate Universe in which I am unfazed by the men who do not love me. I will link it below, but that um, poem really helped to pull me out of this really like dark kind of obsessive space I was in with this person feeling like he was on this pedestal and I was not good enough and never would be. Um, another thing was Lacey Phillips, um, work and just spirituality as a whole, learning more about myself, learning more about, um, the way that manifestation works or the way that she describes manifestation. Um, she describes it in a way that is much more rooted in the way that you see patterns and tests within your own life and how you kind of, how things are manifested, both positive and negative. And it really helped me to see kind of how I had called in this situation and how um, working on myself and my sense of self-worth would eventually pull me out of this situation. Um, And I really, during this time, had to reinforce that I deserved more than this person, which probably sounds, is very obvious to me now and probably sounds obvious to most of you listening. But at that time, I was, it was very challenging for me to see. Um, I started going to therapy, which I had never been to before and was instrumental um, for me in this particular situation. I, because I like really couldn't talk to anyone about it or didn't feel comfortable talking to most people about it, I really thought that if I told anyone about this, and honestly, I'm like still a little bit scared about talking about this um, on any sort of platform, I was like, no one's going to want to be friends with me. How could I have done this like horrible, disgusting thing? 
Um, people are going to be completely distrustful of me. I really felt like I was on an island with this. And so going to therapy and having the ability to unpack this whole situation with someone that was a third party and like was just neutral was super, super helpful for me. Um, and then I also did have a friend that worked with me that I did tell kind of, I don't even know how I arrived at the place where I told her cause we were new friends. Um, I hadn't been working at this place for very long and I think it was partially just out of desperation and that was super helpful because she actually knew the parties that were involved and was non-judgmental and supportive, but also was a good mirror to like what I wasn't seeing um, and was illuminated kind of who this person was to everyone else before I was able to really see it. And then one of the last things was I began once all of these other layers started to work. So actually building my self-worth, um, reinforcing that I deserved better than this, talking to friends, like all of that was like the foundational layer of like actually getting the courage to leave this situation because by the way, if I hadn't had, if I wasn't the person that had decided to end this situation, I don't think it would have ended. It was very convenient for him, for me to be available and, um, you know, be kind of that person that was like available when his girlfriend wasn't for whatever reason. And so I had to be the person to end it and had to be the person to be strong about that. But that foundational layer of building even to the place where I felt like that was the right choice and felt like that was something really felt that I deserved more than being in this really shitty situation. Um, I began setting boundaries basically for the first time ever. I was not good at setting boundaries in relationships because I really felt like if I rocked the bow or did anything that made the other person upset that they would leave and that felt really not okay to me. Um, and so but for the first time ever, I really was like, it's more dangerous or like worse for me to be in this relationship. And so um, I started to set boundaries. I tried to end this relationship multiple times before I actually was able to end it for good. Um, because as you probably would guess, this person was not super used to people setting boundaries with him and certainly wasn't used to me setting boundaries with him. Um, and so when I began to, he basically would um, continue to try to break those boundaries 
He would still call me in the middle of the night. He would text me. There was one time that he texted me like 15 or 20 times and then threatened or I don't, it felt like a threat to me to like, oh, well, I know your address anyway, so I can just come over. Um, And at that point, pretty much I let him come over because I still was, I was scared that he would make a scene and I had roommates and all this different stuff. But at that point, I realized that I actually needed to block this person, which I hadn't really done and didn't really believe in prior to um prior to this relationship and so I blocked him for several months um I would not I had a shift that I worked with him every week and I got that shift covered every week which um to anyone that's a server um different shifts are like more lucrative than others. Um, so sometimes that meant taking a pay cut basically, but I did it anyways because it was just what I needed to do at that time. So yeah, I would get my shifts covered that I worked with him as much as possible um, just to like protect my energy basically. Um, but I would still like see him at work. Um, and I would still see him at like any sort of, or I still was, um, it was still possible that I would see him at any like work events or like parties that were kind of group invites and stuff. And, um, oftentimes at those things, I was drinking and, um, other people were drinking. And so it wasn't like, necessarily the best environment um and so there was one night that um I was at there was some sort of party at a co-worker's house and I had drank and then was sleeping on the couch and probably would have spent the night there but I woke up and he was like sitting next to me on the couch and stroking my back and then this is after I had already ended things for several months, had blocked him, everything. Um, and he kind of like got on the couch to cuddle me. And I didn't really want to leave at that moment. It was like in the middle of the night. I was planning on sleeping there. But then I like, and so I almost stayed because I was like, honestly, fuck it. Like this I don't know what to do in this situation. <laughs> like this sucks. And, but then I happened to see it's really weird because on the screen of the TV, they had been watching earlier on that night, this like animal planet type show or whatever. And literally on the TV screen was like a snake or some sort of like predatory animal <laughs> against like a, its prey and they were describing like basically like the predator taking his prey or whatever and I was like okay I can't fucking do this I like can't stay here 
in this person's presence when I've already said so many times that like I don't want to be in this situation because he was still dating this girl by the way um and so I got up and I gathered all my stuff and I left and at that point I was like okay like I really have made some changes here because past me would not have done that would not have felt confident enough to like even sadly even though that may not sound like a confrontation like I didn't argue with him necessarily I just got up and I left but like that felt very confrontational to me and that would have been I don't think I would have done that if it had been months earlier um and eventually he this person ended up breaking up with his girlfriend and I stupidly thought oh well maybe things will be different at this point when they're not together anymore maybe he's changed maybe he's seen the error of his ways yada 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 um and so I kind of got back into a situation with him I like reached out to him again during that time he was like oh I'm in therapy yada 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 And of course, very soon after, like we started talking again, I realized that nothing had changed really. Um, Nothing had changed to the point where this is someone that I would be in a relationship with ever. Um, He was still very disrespectful towards me and there was just no, there was no way that this person was ever going to be respectful towards me it just wasn't gonna happen and so um the moment that I knew that I really had um that this pattern was like done I would not go back to this sort of dynamic ever again was several months later um I was at some sort of like event like party for some coworker and he was there and um I he confronted me because um I he had heard that I had hooked up with someone else that we worked with which is an entirely different story and I don't know that I'll get into that necessarily but in his mind I had done that because I was trying to get his attention in some way. And he confronted me about that. Like, oh, well, you have my attention now, yada, yada, yada. And I literally had no idea what he was talking about because in my mind that wasn't, I wasn't trying to get his attention at all and didn't desire his attention. Um, And... So I was like, what are you, what are you talking about? And all of this stuff came out about, you know, now I think that we should be together and we had such a great connection and, um, I think that we should really try to make this work and all this different stuff. All of these things that I had wanted to hear for the whole, most of the time that we were in this situation together, I had wanted him to finally choose me. And that moment was happening. 
And instead of, you know, doing maybe what I would have done at that time, which is feeling validated by that or whatever, I was able to say to him, no, I don't think that that's true. I don't think that you actually want to be with me or even have space for that. I think that our connection was deeply rooted in lust and like what you weren't able to get out with your girlfriend, you kind of used me for. And I don't think that you're ready for a relationship. Um, And even if you were ready, I don't feel that that's a line for me. And I've learned all the lessons that I need to learn from you. And I'm done. And it was basically like that. I didn't, I wasn't mean to him and I heard him out and I heard what he needed to say, but I was very matter of fact that no, this was not happening. I was not going to be with him. Um, And at that point, that was very big for me to finally be able to differentiate between um what I had wanted to hear for so long, receiving that and being able to say, no, this is not the right person for me. This is not aligned. Um, That was huge for me. And anyone that has been in a situation similar where you feel a, you feel the need to be chosen or you feel, um, afraid of being left or abandoned or alone, you probably can resonate with that. Um, And of course, I'm not perfect. Some of these insecurities definitely still come up. It's not that everything's totally gone. These are triggers that I still have that come up in relationships, Um, but never to the level where I would be, I feel, feel pretty confident in saying I would never enter into a dynamic like that where I was the other woman or even something close um, because I know that I don't need that form of validation to be good enough or feel like I'm deserving enough of a relationship. And actually, I if someone's even putting that me in that position, they have their own work to do that I'm not willing to do with them. This is the other thing that I learned about just these dynamics in general. Um, for me, I what was happening or what I was doing had little or nothing to do with the other girl at all. It wasn't I wasn't trying to actively compete against her or whatever. It was all about my own needs for validation, which doesn't make it better or justify it, but just kind of brings some color to why people would even enter into situations like this. Um, And what I learned about people that cheat is it's kind of, it's still that same validation story, that same need for validation story, but they, in order to feel good enough, they have to feel like multiple people are kind of proving that to them. They can't feel like, and I'm painting with very broad strokes here and I'm not a therapist. I'm not diagnosing anyone, but 
at least my perspective or my opinion is that oftentimes they feel like they need to get that validation from multiple different sources. And if they're not getting it, they're not good enough. Um, And so it just provided a different color to, you know, instead of feeling like these situations were all about me or were my fault or were about my own deservingness, realizing that there are other things at play. It's really people's own personal stories and own trauma that's playing out that can't be, is brought out oftentimes in relationship, but has to be solved by that individual. It can't be fixed within relationship um, or by the other, the other person can't fix it, I guess I should say. Um, And the reason why I even wanted to talk about this is kind of, you know, what I said at the beginning, but um, just providing a bit more of an outlet of someone that has gotten to, for someone that's in a situation similar to this or feels like this pattern resonates with them, um, hearing someone that kind of was able to work through it and is in a much better place of deservingness and worthiness. Um, I want to express to that person or what I would have said to myself, um, you know, at that point in time is that you're strong enough to get out of this situation and you're good enough by yourself. No one needs to choose you to prove it to you. And you deserve much better than the situation that you're in. Um, and if anyone finds themselves in this situation, feel free to reach out to me, um, even just for me to hold a little bit of space for you in that, because I know it can be really tough and really isolating. Um, I definitely recommend getting into some sort of therapy or finding some sort of support, whether it's friends um, or a combination of the two to aid you in this. But therapy is key and I can even give some of my tips for finding a good therapist. Um, But there also are so many online options available out there too. Um, and yeah, um, I will link relevant things in the show notes below. Um, but if you want to, um, follow me, I'm on Instagram. I'm not super active, but, um, you can always DM me, um, at spirit meditation. I'm also on clubhouse. Hopefully I'll be doing more stuff on that. I think I lied last time. I'm Bren are drawn on Clubhouse, but I'll link everything below. And um, if you're interested in one of the sessions that I offer, I offer breathwork sessions, Akashic Records um, reading sessions um, at spiritummeditation.com. And yeah, I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye.